Straight Ahead in association with the 606 Club, bringing you the best in jazz every Wednesday evening from 10.
good Wednesday evening to you. It's me, David Lewis, with the 606 Club of Chelsea. It's time that we go straight ahead for the next two hours. Many thanks indeed to Colin, and he's back here on Solar next Wednesday from 8. So, rather unusually and uniquely, we're both going to start and finish the show this week with the same artist. Claire Martin's got a brand new album out called Bumping. You heard, obviously, there with Jim Mullen. It's available on Stunt Records, and we've got a lovely, lovely track with which we're going to finish the show, but that is a little bit later on. We opened up with a track from the album Bumping called Road Song. Uh, loads of great music in the show and uh, a little bit of a festive tip as well. Carrying on now with a track from an album we've played a few cuts from over the last few weeks. The Gaz Hughes Sextet plays Art Blakey and this is Crisis.
Gaz Hughes, along with his sextet. The album's called Plays Art Blake, and we just listened to Crisis. And during the course of 2020, pretty much from February through to October of next year, Gaz is taking that album on tour nationwide. When I say nationwide, I really mean it everywhere, from uh, Scarborough through to Cumbria, Manchester, Liverpool, Eastbourne, literally nationwide. If you go to gazhughesmusic.com, you can get all the tour dates there. And I'm sure we'll be playing some more music off that great album over the next few weeks. So from the music of Art Blakey, to Art Blakey from the album African, and this is Lester Left In. Left, <laughs> try that again. Lester Left In. <laughs>
Blakey with features there on tenor sax from um, on tenor sax from Wayne Shorter and on trumpet from Lee Morgan. Now there's been a new album released by Buddy Rich, the estate of Buddy Rich. Kathy has released the final recordings, and uh, I've got the album now. I'll be playing some tracks from that over the next few weeks. But it's time for our Buddy's bit this week, going back to his well, certainly one of his most famous albums, The Roar of '74, and this is Senator Sam.
Buddies bit this week from the roar of 74. Senator Sam, you had Al Kaplan and Keith O'Quinn on the trombones and Bob Creer and Pat Labrava on the saxes. And I say we'll be playing some tracks from that brand new album, the final recordings from Buddy over the next few weeks. It's a special show this week as well, because after this next track, I'm going to have an interview with <laughs> somebody I've been waiting to get on the show for a very, very long time. I'm going to be interviewing the one and only Dave Lewis. That's coming up in just a few moments' time. But with only a few weeks to go to Christmas, Manhattan Transfer here with us with a little Christmas medley. Watch out, you better not cry, you better not howl, I'm telling you why, Santa Claus is coming to town. He's making a list, checking it twice, gonna find out who's naughty tonight, Santa Claus is coming to town. He sees you when you're sleeping, he knows when you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good So be good for goodness sake You better watch out You better not cry You better not pout I'm telling you why Santa Claus is coming To town To town Over there Santa Claus is coming so be prepared Don't you cry or worry Go and get your stocking hung Every little thing to do is done Santa's list of toys is down the tree The key, oh yes, and don't forget to brush Every little one Cause soon as you're sleeping, tea police will come Checking to see if every pearl is glisten Don't be missing any spot All the tattletale and Santa, he won't come Give you the toddler's breeze When he brings you The season joy with toys and things But if you go dancing samba through the night Be warned, beware Scare the hair off of Rudolph and he'll fly from here. That's a fact, and then you cry and rave and wish you behave. So hear this warning before morning comes upon you. Go to sleep and good night. Christmas offerings on the show this week, Manhattan Transfer from their Christmas album. So as I mentioned, we are now going to have a quick interview. Dave Lewis is down at the 606 uh, tomorrow night on the 12th of December. A perfect way to get over all the election stuff that will be going on tomorrow. And I last saw Dave down at the club a couple of weeks ago, actually, with Phil Ayres and Détente. And we uh, managed to get our diaries together, hook up some time. And it's the interview coming up now with Dave Lewis. I've been waiting for this for years. If you want to know what's happening at the 6, check out the website at 606club.co.uk. So on Straight Ahead this week is an interview that I've been longing to have for fairly obvious reasons, for many, many a moon, and it is with great pleasure I say good evening to Dave Lewis. 
Hi there, David. <laughs> yeah, it's going to get confusing. I normally title tracks when I'm recording these, but there was too many David Lewis's in this session to do that. So, Dave, thank you indeed for spending some time with us this evening. I know you're a busy man, and uh, the reason for having you in the studio this week with us is, of course, you're down at the 6.06 uh, on, well, tomorrow night, actually, Thursday the 12th, aren't you? Thursday, which is uh, the perfect antidote for post-election blues. Yeah, completely. <laughs> and you're quite a regular down at the six, aren't you? Yeah, we're there usually every other month. Yeah. And of course, you're best known around town for your one-up lineup. So do you want to talk us a little bit how that project first came about? I know it's been in existence for many, many years now, but the idea behind one-up? Okay, well, one-up originally started off as a, an instrumental band, and it was formed, uh, it was a writing collaboration back in the day when it was instrumental with a... Um, a drummer friend of mine, uh, Jim Hawkins. And then um, at one point we were in the studio recording a, um, a, an album and uh, somebody said, you know what, that song sounds like it would really benefit from some vocals. Mm -hmm. I managed to uh, hook up with uh, Fee Carroll, who's uh, our lyricist. And um, basically what was originally instrumental turned into uh, a vocal-led um, band and um, it transformed. And so, to this day, that's the case, isn't it? You're always it's Lizzie, I think, with you. This Lizzie Dean with you this week, isn't it? Yeah, we have. Uh, we're very lucky. We've got an amazing vocalist, Lizzie Dean, and uh, she's uh, she's quite an extraordinary singer. And how many years has One Up been running as a project? Well, gosh, now you're going to put me on the spot. <laughs> I would say, uh, in its current setup. Probably about um, seven years, but it's uh, probably got another 10 years on top of that. Oh, wow. So it really is a long-standing project then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we've been going for a while, but it's, um, it's a family affair. You know, I've got uh, great musicians who've been with me for a long time, and essentially uh, we've managed to create a sound that uh, you only get through that kind of uh, playing and track record. And if you were trying to uh, describe the kind of sound that one up is, how do you think you'd best? Uh, Pigeonholing is a terrible thing to do, but just to give people an idea of the kind of sound they can expect tomorrow night. Well, I mean, if you can sort of uh, put yourself back into the uh, mindset of uh, the very early Crusaders, uh, Rufus with Chaka Khan mm -hmm. in that day. So very soulful, very funky, but definitely with uh, some uh, serious. Jazz, jazz sensibilities, lots of uh, improvising and interplay. I mean, I've seen you play a number of times uh, and with Phil Ayres' Detente Band, I've seen you play with them too. And it's obvious that you've got jazz chops. Was jazz your training? Um, well, I did actually go to uh, Berklee College of Music back, wow. back in the, uh, in the uh, early 80s. But I've never been a, uh, a purist as such because I've my first kind of uh, influence, I was really besotted with Chicago blues. Mm -hmm. um, I used to play a bit of guitar. I still play, I still play guitar, but not, not on gigs. Right, I yeah. That. But, um, but I, I've, uh, uh, I've been steeped in lots of different types of music. But jazz, of course, is something that I, um, you know, the jazz greats I aspire to, um, the likes of uh, Hank Mobley, uh, Sonny Rollins, Dexter. Mm -hmm. Gordon, yeah, yeah. And what were you stu What did you study at Berkeley? Was it was it jazz you studied there? Or? It was, yeah, yeah, I did. yeah. I uh, uh, ended up graduating, um, yeah, doing a performance. That's what I was into. So, did you study at all in this country, or did you go straight over to the states? 
Well, at the time when I wanted to study, um, I did have one really fantastic um, teacher over here, but there wasn't really, um, there weren't the uh, opportunities mm. to study in the UK that there are now. Mm. I think it was College of Music or nothing yep. uh, back then. And um, and I just thought, actually, you know what, the, inf- the whole environment and the whole world of uh, jazz is based in the States. Why not go there? Although you say that casually, that's a tough gig to get in there. I mean, there's, there's, they take only a certain calibre of musician into there in the first place, don't they? Was it a tough audition? Um, no, I, you know, I would say it was um, a slightly different mindset. I would say it's much more they they welcome all comers um, as long as you can foot the bill. Mm-hmm. Having said that, then they assess you, and I was one of at least four hundred and fifty sax players. Mm. A daunting, uh, absolutely, you know, to be in, and uh, you know, it took a while for me to actually find my feet. But uh, yeah, it was a great environment. And how many years were you over there studying? Was it three, four years? Uh, well, I, um, I actually lived in the states for about six and a half years because underneath this accent, I'm actually a Yank. I was born in St. Louis. I was just going to ask where you hailed from. I was trying. I, I thought you were a London boy, but uh... well, I've lived here all my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, I actually was born in St. Louis. Then, as a toddler, we moved to uh, uh, moved to New York, and then I basically, from about the age of uh, four and a half or so, I lived in the UK and just went back to the states. Were, uh, were, you, were your folks musically in, in the music business at all? Uh, no, not at all. No, I mean they love music, but um, no, they would. They had no kind of professional connections whatsoever. And how do you come across it then? How did you suddenly pick up the sax? Well, the saxophone, um, that's a good question. I mean, as I said, initially I started off, um, I actually originally played a bit of uh, piano. I had an uncle who was quite a decent uh, pianist, jazz pianist, uh, amateur. But uh, then uh, guitar, as I said, Mm -hmm. uh, Chicago blues, and then saxophone, uh, I was originally into clarinet, and uh, uh, I remember for my 12th birthday, I went to see um, Benny Goodman. Oh, wow. Well, Albert Hall. And, yeah. Uh, I was really into that kind of thing, but then I realized that actually uh, saxophone um, came into my life when I was about 15, 16 years old, and that was it. Then I I found my voice. And you're a brave man getting into clarinet that young. (laughs) Every horn player I talk to just says it's the devil. It really is. But you took to it from a young age. Well, I I love the sound and I love the people who played it. I love the spirit uh, of that. But um, it was, um, as I said, uh, the saxophone, when I heard that sound, I realised that that really was uh, where it was at for me. And I've seen you play mainly what looks to be a classic tenor, uh, uh, like a vintage tenor. But do you play across the horns? Do you play altos and sopranos too? I do, yeah. I do play uh, alto and soprano, although I'd say for sure tenor is my main voice. That's where I I hear it, really. And as I say, it looks like a vintage horn. What, what is it that you play? Um, well, uh, I'm a bit of a schizophrenic. I <laughs> Normally, my main horn... Uh, I think what you've mainly seen me play is a con 10M from the late 30s, which I adore. Yeah. That was something that um, Dexter used to use. Right, right. Yep. Um, it's got a lovely tone in your horn. It really has. Well, I appreciate your comments. Um, and uh, I don't know. There are some brilliant new instruments that are out there, but there is something about some of the old horns that mm. 
just sort of open a door into a world of music. Um, and they just give you a particular vibe that, um, whilst I won't sound like Dexter and I won't sound like Hank Mobley, it just sort of makes me feel like I could be just that little bit closer to them. And the, the beautiful thing about your playing from my side watching is you're very underplayed. You get some people that try to put too much and it's often the silence, it's often standing back, just that bit from the beat and just doing enough to make a perfect solo. And that's what I love about watching you. You're not overplaying anything. It comes to you, well, seemingly, the art of it, it comes to you very easily. And that's what makes you such a joy to watch. Well, again, uh, I'm starting to blush down this. <laughs> but practically speaking, I think um, it's like conversation. You need to make a statement mm. and then you need to, hopefully it's got some weight behind it, and then you need to let it stand on its own two feet and then let, let that have its impact on the music and then you say some more. And so let's talk a little bit about the gig tomorrow night. So it's just after all the polling and elections are finished, <laughs> people can come down to you and forget about everything to do with politics and just uh, enjoy a night of great music. So who is with you on the stage tomorrow night? Well, tomorrow we're going to have, of course, uh, Lizzie Dean on vocals. And then uh, I have my uh, brilliant duo of guitarists, uh, two of my favourite guitarists in town. There's um, Adam Phillips. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, we have Al Cherry. I've not seen now, Al play. Oh, my gosh. Well, um, I don't know the best way of describing it. Adam, for instance, has sort of uh, certain Clapton tendencies, mm -hmm. uh, more jazzy, and I uh, would say probably, you know, equally soulful, but blues-based. And then Al has got that, uh, and then something else. He's um, slightly jazzier in his uh in his approach but the two of them uh independently um said that they each are were each other's favorite guitarists in town and then i managed to get them they'd never played together before and then when i put them together uh it was just sort of like a match made it worked happen. sometimes yeah. that happens isn't it there's just that right chemistry and they just vibe with one another perfectly Exactly. And they are there. They know exactly how to play with each other. You know, it could be overkill with other people, but no, it's absolutely perfect with them. And in fact, I'm going to be leaning on them very heavily uh, on uh, tomorrow night's gig because ordinarily um, the band would also feature the wonderful keyboard of Robin Aspland, but Robin isn't available. And uh, it's such a particular chemistry in the band. Mm -hmm. We decided that we were just going to do it with two guitars rather than the two guitars and another keyboard player although we do have some great guys we can call on um so it's going to be al adam and we're also going to have um uh on bass neville malcolm uh who's the heartbeat of the band along with a wonderful rod youngs on drums wonderful and, lineup and to add the spice, the final missing ingredient um, that I always felt was missing for a while until we found him, Pete Eckford on percussion. Percussion just brings a certain nuance to a gig, doesn't it? It really does. It's kind of the hidden gem there. You don't notice it for much at night, but without it, it suddenly sounds naked. Yeah, that's it. And uh, again, Pete is another one of these kind of master players who has great feel. He's got such a great concept. And... He is a master of understatement. Though he will only put in what is exactly essential in mm -hmm. any given moment. 
and uh, and there's something special about the band. I think it's a band that you know everybody admires everyone else's playing and we we really have learned to play with each other over the years and that yeah and that's what makes a difference when you come to the gig you can tell there's that that time spent together just that inherent understanding of what you're all doing on stage together which is the yeah. great thing of live music isn't it so i mean you're down at the club tomorrow night from 8 30 there's two sets of course and uh, it's, it sounds like it's going to be a fantastic fantastic gig now the track you've given me to play on the show this week's an interesting one actually it's an album that you recorded along with Chaz jankel yeah, well, actually, I was part of um, Chaz Jankel. Um, I get to work with him uh, within his original band, which is the Blockheads. He's uh, as of the injury fame. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, but Chaz is, um, you know, a, a very you know broad-minded musician, and he adores jazz. And at one point, he sort of ventured into the world of jazz, and I was part of his uh, quartet, which. Um, um, you know, featured uh, Andy Crowdy on bass mm -hmm. and uh, Dylan Howe on drums. And uh, we recorded an album, a couple of albums, actually. And the track that uh, I think you featured. Archie's Arch Lover. Yeah. Yeah, that is, um, that's kind of an homage to Horace Silver. And I'm sure you'll be able to hear that in the uh, in the writing and actually yeah, i think you mentioned to me when i uh, bumped into you the other night that archie's lover is actually an anagram of Horace silver correct exactly yeah <laughs> a lovely little detail on the number so we're going to be listening to that track next on the show and uh, dave many thanks indeed for your time it's wonderful to finally finally get you on the show i hope it's not the last time don't be a stranger and i i know i bump into you down at the six quite regularly and it's right. always lovely to hear you play so as we've mentioned dave is down at the 606 on Thursday the 12th, which is 12th of December tomorrow night from 8.30. Two sets, of course, with his one-up band and the fantastic Lizzie Dean is going to be on vocals with the band. And it really does sound like it's going to be a fantastic night down there. Dave, many thanks. Oh, by the way, do you have a website? We always like to mention websites so people can have a look and find your music. Absolutely. Uh, the website is www.davelewisoneup.com. And if for any reason you can't make it on the Thursday and you want to look forward to something in the new year, we're actually at Pizza Express Dean Street on Thursday, the 9th of January. Great, some more gigs. Yeah, so elect to come and see us. Oh, a nice political pun to finish. The <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Perfectly done. Dave, thank yeah. you very much indeed for your time. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, bye-bye. Many thanks, Dave. Thank you.
that is a track featuring Dave Lewis on tenor, along with Chaz Jankel, former keyboard player with Injury in the Blockheads, believe it or not, from an album called Out of the Blue, and their little nod towards Horace Silver, Archie's lover. And just before that, we heard from Dave. And Dave, along with Lizzie Dean and the One Up Project, are down at the club tomorrow night. So maybe after you've popped your ballot paper into the box, you could pop on down to uh, Chelsea and enjoy a couple of hours of great music with Dave Lewis and all of the band. Carrying on now with Art Pepper and Getting Together. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
Back to 1960, the title track from the album Getting It Together, featuring Paul Chambers on the bass and Wynton Kelly on the piano. So Paul Edis and friends have released a great, great Christmas album that we've been playing tracks from over the past few weeks. And tonight, as in the run-up to Christmas, I thought it was a good excuse to play another track from it. And here is Joe Harrop along with Paul and Let It Snow.
are so delightful Since we've no place to go Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow It doesn't show signs of stopping So I bought me some corn for popping The lights are dim, way down low Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow When we finally kiss goodnight How I hate going out in the storm But if you really hold me tight All the way home I'll be warm The fire is slowly dying And I'd be with still goodbye Christmas meets New Orleans there from the Paul Edison Friends album on Christmas Day. It's called. You can get your copy now as a download. And amongst the uh, friends within there, apart from Joe on the vocals, there was Matt Anderson, Andy Champion and Russ Morgan was on the drums. So we haven't had much in the way of the big band. So I think what we're going to do is start off hour number two this week with Rob McDonnell and Crazy Rhythm. This is Straight Ahead with the 606 Club on Solar Radio. Thank you. 
Crazy Rhythm from Rob McDonald and his big band. So to come in this second hour, we've got more music from Claire Martin. We've got music from Nigel Price. A couple of people I was lucky enough to be in the company of last night, Sarah Dowling and Freddie Gavita, and another track from that lovely album that we played for the first time last week from Rachel Sutton. Next up, though, music from a man we've adopted as our own, but he's back home in Australia at the moment, Brandon Allen, back in his homeland touring there. This is Brandon along with Tim Lapthorne from the album they released earlier this year, the live recording Lazy Day. Thank you. 
another amazing track from saxman Brandon Allen and pianist Tim Lapthorne, Lazy Day. And while that was playing, I was just looking down the list of artists that we've had on the show this evening. What an amazingly rich time we're living in with uh, some of the quality acts that are around on the UK jazz scene. Just listeners like uh, names as Claire Martin, Gaz Hughes. Of course, we've had Dave Lewis on, Paul Edis, Gabriel Latchin, Freddie Gavita, Rachel Sutton, Nigel Price, Sarah Dowling. So much talent around on the UK jazz scene. Great if you can get down and support them and support live music. And talking of Gabriel and uh, great talent around, this is from his album, The Moon and I, Bridgie, my dear.
touching, a pianist that I always feel displays such great deftness and subtlety with his playing. Beautiful, beautiful touch. Ridgie, my dear, is the track that we just listened to. And on that track on the drums was Steve Brown. I mentioned that because last night I was at a gig, one of those gigs that just happened to really take off. It was a Vasilis Sinopolis gig that I went along to. Steve Brown, as I mentioned, was on the drums. Dario De Lecce was on the bass. And this young man, Freddie Gavita, the first time I've ever heard him play. Wow, what a young trumpet talent this man is. So from his album Transient, The Buffalo Trace.
trumpeter that I had the pleasure of hearing play live for the first time last night, Freddie Gavita, a Royal Academy student and a former Royal Academy student from his album Transient and the Buffalo Trace. And he absolutely tore the place apart last night. A lovely guy and a wonderful, wonderful talent as well, Freddie Gavita, as I mentioned. So he played a track from Rachel Sutton's forthcoming album on the show last week and it got so much interest I thought I'd lift another track from it. She's going to be down at the 6 on Wednesday the 5th of February next year and she's got an album that's being released on 33 records on the 17th of Jan. The album's going to be called A Million Conversations and the track I've lifted from tonight is this lovely track called Brother Can You Spare a Dime?
Brother, can you spare a dime? Rachel Sutton from her album A Million Conversations. And you'll be hearing from Rachel on the show. We're going to have it on certainly for the date down at the 6th on the 5th of February. So sometime very early in the new year, Rachel Sutton will be on the show. Next, we've got something from Nigel Price. I saw him on a gig on Sunday. One of the busiest men, certainly one of the finest guitarists that the UK has to offer. He too has an album out this year, Live at the Crypt, and we're going to listen to Don't Look Back. We're open seven nights a week with different bands every night. There's always something for everyone. Check out the website for details. Thank you. 
Don't Look Back. Nigel Price live at the Crypt, featuring Ross Stanley on the Hammond B3, Vasilis Anopoulos on the tenor, and Matt Hom was on the drums. In fact, we're going to be having tracks from Vasilis's album, new album, Dexterity, next week. I've got a full copy of the album now, so I'll give that a little feature. I mentioned I was at a gig last night where Dario De Lecce was on the bass, and while he was up on the stage, I had the uh, the enviable task of sitting with his lovely wife, Sarah Dowling, as she was sitting watching him in action. And this is from one of her later albums, Sarah Dowling, The Two Sides of Sarah, It's a Lovely Day. Weather is frightening, the thunder and lightning seem to be having their day. But as far as I'm concerned, it's a lovely day. The turn in the weather will keep us together. I can say that as far as I'm concerned it's a lovely day and everything's okay isn't it a lovely day to be caught in the Going on your way Now you've got to remain Just as you were going And leaving me all at sea The clouds broke They broke And oh, what a break for me I can see the sun up high Though we're caught in a storm I can see where you and I Will be cozy and warm Let the rain pitter patter But it really doesn't matter If the skies, they are gray As long as I am here with you, it's a lovely day. I am here with 
long as I am here with you, it's a lovely day. here and proceeding that was Sarah Dowling who I saw last night and uh, in fact congratulations to Sarah because she's just been awarded best jazz vocalist of the year so it's a, a great uh, opportunity to see her and congratulate on that honour. Many thanks indeed for your company over the last couple of hours on the 606 Straight Ahead Show. I hope you've enjoyed the music and that you can join me at the same time next Wednesday evening from 10 when we'll have another two wonderful hours together bringing you this great music. 
So I mentioned at the start of the show we were going to go in a perfect circle. We started with Claire Martin and Jim Mullen and we're going to finish with Claire Martin and Jim Mullen. And this is from that album of hers that's just been released on Stunt Records. It's called Bumpin' and it's a wonderful, wonderful album all the way through, as you kind of expect from Claire. And this is a great version that she's recorded around midnight. Many thanks indeed for your company and I shall see you next Wednesday at 10. Thank you.
When some quarrel we've had needs mending Does it mean that our love is ending? Darling, I need you and lately I find Of my mind Let our love take wings Some midnight Some midnight Let the angels sing For your returning Let our love be safe and sound 